Hello, hello there. My name is Mario with my co-host Corey. We are the real guys, and this is the real show with two E's. Today, sculpt some clay. We're gonna do some claymation. As always, I'm coming with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. And we're available on any of the podcast podcast sites, podcast podcast places that you use. Whatever podcast platform, media platforms, that's go. it, as they say in the business. Any media platforms that you use, we're there. As well as YouTube, you can watch us on The Real Show, The Real Show, Real with Two E's. And our Twitter account, at The Real Show FM. Yep. Corey, early man, 2018. Yes, correct. Is a stop motion sports comedy. It is. You don't get many of them. Nope. A sports comedy directed by Nick Park. Yes. Of Ardman. Correct. The creator of Wallace and Gromit. Creature yep. Comforts, Chicken Run, Sean the Sheep, all those classics. Starring Eddie Redmayne is a Stone Age Valley dwellers who have to defend their land from the Bronze Age city invaders yep. in a football match. Correct. Foosball. Yes. So, did you, this the first time you watched this, Corey? Okay, yeah. It's the second time I watched this film. Right, okay. The first time I'll tell you about, just a second. Was that in 2018? No, it was in tw- no, it was in 2020, strangely enough. Oh, okay. Um, it was in 2020 when the world shut down yep. and we were all stuck in home. Mm-hmm. I thought, as an, initi- as an initiative to watch more films, I would watch a single new film every single day. thought, we've all got loads of hours at home. What am I sitting around lolling around for? Okay. I'll watch a new film every day. Because isn't that a great initiative, yeah. right? I mean, absorbing so much film. So and one of those new films that I watched was Early Man. Okay. I thought, right, Ardman, I've got a point of connection there. Yep. I love Chicken Run. I love Wallace and Gromit. I love Shaun the Sheep. Creature Comforts. All my bag. I'll watch Early Man. Yep. I watched it and I thought, eh, meh. And here we are. We are. Yep. Three years later. Correct. We've come back to Early Man again. Yep. Initially, I thought I hadn't seen it. And then when I stood and I started watching it, I thought, isn't there, isn't there a bit with a rabbit in, like, a forest or something? I had a vague memory of this film. And I thought, oh, yeah, that year we all forgot about. Yeah. I watched it then. And then it all came back to me as we carried on watching. Early man, Corey. Yep. Your experience, of your first takes, if I can. Uh, well, the film started out, and I thought, yeah, there, there we are, the, the, the cavemen, the primitives. Volcano. You know, dinosaurs, and here comes the... Like asteroid and boom, and the dinosaurs are gone, and the humans are around still, and then it's like a little ball, and then it turns into football, and I was like, okay, this is a well, weird. Well, it's during direction. the Neo-Pleistocene era. Great. Yes. Um, an asteroid collides with Earth somewhere near Manchester. Yeah. And causes the extinction of the dinosaurs, but also spares the cavemen tribe, which is obviously historically inaccurate. Because yes. We're nowhere near the no. time of the dinosaurs, but hey. And then they landed a chunk on the ground of the yep. asteroid, which resembled a, a football. A football, yeah. And they began, they couldn't pick it up because it was too hot. So they kicked so it. So they didn't invent basketball. No. They invented football. Correct. By kicking it around. Which is very similar to a Brotherhood Workshop skit that I've also seen, if you're familiar with them on YouTube. Brotherhood Workshop, they do nice Lego stop motions. And they did one where a T-Rex plays football with a group of velociraptors. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, by using the same thing, because the T-Rex has really small arms. He, he can't pick up the ball. But he has really big legs, yes. so he can kick the ball. So they invent football instead. Similar to that. And the tribe lives in a valley. Yep. 
it's kind of more like a big pit, I guess. Yeah. It's not really a valley. A valley is like two hills. This goes straight down. Yeah. Would it be defined as a valley? More of a sort of plateau or a peninsula? Yeah, I I don't know. Like the formation of land. No. Or what the names are. What no, the names not really. Are. Of course not. Of course you don't. They're they're all in there. The big tribe. The big group of the tribe. Yep. However, things aren't well. They're trying to hunt rabbits. Correct. But Doug, the young the young caveman, he wants to hunt. He wants a mammoth. Mammoth. Big yeah, mammoth. Big mammoth. A big old mammoth. Because he hears one. He hears a mammoth. Hears but there are mammoths. So when he finds out after they hunt the rabbit, they decide to cook the rabbit. Yeah. And the rabbit, strangely chipper up about the situation. Yeah. Great. He's loving yeah. it. He's like, yeah, 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 cook me, eat me. And like, well, all right, rabbit, you're a fairly <laughs> suicidal rabbit yeah. here. He is. He wants to be cooked and eat. Then the mammoth arrive. Yes. And they're bronze mammoths. Bro- yeah, big bronzy mammoth. And yeah, the bronze mammoths. They knock down everything. They scare away the trade. The, the I was about to call them tradesmen. The cavemen. <laughs> tradesmen. The tradesmen. All right. You want me to fix your? Uh, fix that would be a joke. This fool would make arguably. Yeah. You want me to fix your wooden bench? Yeah. They scare away the tradesmen and the big mammoths, commanded by Lord Nuth, who is. Tom Hiddleston, his best French-German yeah. accent. I don't know. He goes, we must take, take away all the gold. Begin manning the ore. Yeah. And the guy goes, oh, what? Yeah. He goes, the ore in the ground, in the ground. And you go, are you, are you German? Are you French? Not yeah, I don't know. It's uh, sure. He, he's just got an accent. Yeah, he's I guess. got an accent. Yeah, right. yeah, but no one else has. Not really. That was my criticism. Only him and his friend with the moustache. Yeah. That looks a bit like the policeman from uh, Wallace and Gromit goes to the werewolf. Yeah. Don't you think? This crime is arson. What? Someone arson about like yo. Oh. Different, that's a different thing. That's different. Well, it's a great joke though. It's not. It's the best joke in that film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not early, man, no. no. Unfortunately, it's not a joke in this film. Maybe a bit improve it. Yeah. Lord Nuth takes all the ore yes. and all of his people back to the Bronze in City. In the ground. <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, in the ground. All the way back to the Bronze City, yeah. which is apparently just quite close to the valley anyway. Yeah. Just over a bridge. And they all get to the Bronze City, where everyone is very civilised. Yep. They pay their... Drakpa or whatever they pay. Whatever the, it is. Frugal or Sugal yeah. or something. Coins. Um, to, watch the, to watch the great game. Yes. Football or whatever. They game. don't call it football, do they? Uh, they do eventually. It's the beautiful game. Mm. And then it, it is mentioned when to be football. And he, cause he go, he's going like, football! All yeah. the time. He really punches a B. Yes, he does. Heavy B on the football. Heavy B on the football. And they've got all their football teams... They've got uh, a lot of the football stars are all yeah. there, and they've all got a special skill. They do, and they play against the challengers. Who will challenge the champions? Says Lord Nuth, and then they all uh, have a big good old game of football. Everyone loves it. Yep. And after they've been expelled from their valley, it's the chief who's not about the valley life. Yep. He says, "No, we're rabbit hunters. We can't survive in the badlands." Yep. What's so bad about the Badlands? I get there's like weird creatures it's there. I guess giant duck. Giant, we're gonna get to the giant duck. Okay. There's <laughs> volcanoes and stuff. Yep. And like the whole if the whole land's been wasted by yep. this asteroid, the valley is like under 
not subterranean, but it's kind of in a little safe space, I guess. Yeah. Where there is trees and greenery and whatnot. So Doug heads after the mammoths, gets into the Bronze City. Yep. Where he finds um, a beautiful girl. Correct. Who likes to play football. Yep. He's a vendor. What's her name? I was going to say Maisie Williams, but that's who plays her. That's not uh, her name. Her name is, once I get off of the uh, pictures section of IMDb. Okay. Describe to me a picture. Is there a picture you can see there? As a picture, uh, as a picture of her. Right. Kicking a football. Excellent. Anything else she's doing? Says, invent soccer. Make prehistory. Okay. Invent soccer? Yeah. I'll have you know, Corey, I'm not a filthy American. Why would I invent soccer? Uh, like right. football. <laughs> Where is she? Emileski. I don't know any of. I've just named a footballer. Emil. That's the footballer you. <laughs> yeah, that's the footballer I name. Emil Heskey. <laughs> Emil Heskey. Guna, the by the way, is what she's called. Guna, of course. Her Not name. like you know Beckham or Rooney. Why or would I? Thierry Henry. Who? Pelé, or Ronaldo, both of them. Okay. Well, like Ronaldinho. We're now just naming footballers. Yeah. I've named one. And Michael named Owen. Four. Joe Hart. David Seaman. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, Emil Heskey. Emil Heskey. That's the one guy I've named. Cool. I can't name anyone else. Paul Scholes. Um, <laughs> Ronaldo. Have you named Ronaldo? Yep. Oh, dang. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I want you to keep going. <laughs> no, I don't want you to keep going. You've named enough. Jed Brown. Okay, right, thanks. <laughs> you know, throughout this episode, Corey, just start naming random <laughs> footballers. Because that'll connect us to the to the to the populace of today, won't it? Yeah. Do people still I guess? Yeah, it's still big. I don't know. The Euros next year. Graham Potter. Is that even a footballer? Is he I think he's a manager. <laughs> I think he's a manager, okay. <laughs> I think he used to, I think he's a Chelsea manager or he used to be a Chelsea manager. Oh, right, Brighton sure. manager. <laughs> Recently managed Chelsea. Right, yeah, okay, managed. cheers. I know one... <laughs> Dave, <laughs> David Moyes. Yep. He's another manager. <laughs> I've named two. He's another manager. Yeah, correct. MC Moyes. Yeah. yeah. I, t- I, t- I don't know. Give me another footballer, Corey. Uh, Quick. Who can I give you? No, just as fast as you can. Go. Mo Salah. Right, thank you. Yep. What does he play for? He's played for Liverpool. Okay. Yeah. Is any good? He's, he's pretty decent. Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Wait, no, that's another manager. That's the Liverpool manager. That's the Liverpool manager. That's who most out of place for. Okay, thank you. I'm just, I'm minding my talent is naming football managers. Yeah. I've gotten three so far. <laughs> Any more? I'm doing great. Uh, maybe later. Any more in your locker? Maybe later. Back to the football of early man. Yes. Uh, how would you rate the performance of, of the early man footballers? Uh, interesting techniques, mm-hmm. a bit flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, but I forgot what his name is. The main, the main one of El Bronze, yeah, big blonde hair. Oh yeah, yeah, very uh, Ronaldinho esque. Ronaldinho, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. And they've also got um, on the on the caveman side. Yes, we've got various types of cavemen. We have. Uh, we've got Richard Iwadi caveman. Yep. I didn't even know it was him. Yeah, the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, name our name our caveman cast. Right, okay. Well, Eddie Redmayne's Doug. We've gone through that. Yeah. Eddie uh, Redmayne. Yep. You've got uh, Rich Allen, who plays Treeball. Yep. Oh, Mum. Oh, I'm me. Pretty much. Uh, Asbo. Yep, that's his name. It's played by Johnny Vegas. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Leave that one there. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't even know. Nick Park plays Hognob. Yes, he does. Nick Park plays Hognob. He does all the noises for Hognob. Uh, Richard Webber plays Grub Up. Grub Up, yeah. Great. I think it's a foot. I don't know. Is that a football term? I don't to know. To Grub Up is to uh, get your act together. Dino is like. Kayvan Novak. Okay. Chief Bubnar. Chief Bubnar, Tim, yeah, Timothy Tim, Tim, Tim Tim Spall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chief Bubnar. Did you know his name was Chief Bubnar? They only call him Chief. Nope, I did not know film. his name. Just go Chief. Hey, Chief. We're rabbit hunters. Okay. I've let, I've let you okay, down. Chief. I've let you down. I'm in goal. It's a joke in that film. Because they think he's died. Oh, right, and yeah. And he farts. That's how it you know is, he's yeah, not that's, dead. That's fart humour, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fart humour. Yeah. And then and then we've also... Another character we have is... is uh, Rob, The comedian Rob Brydon, who plays like four people in this. Yeah. He's listed on uh, IMDb as like at least one. Yeah. The main one. Um, he also plays the messenger bird that That's arrives to... the one he's the, listed as. Yeah. He also <laughs> plays the two commentators at the end. Oh, does he? Yeah, the two football commentators. Oh, okay. That's both Rob Brydon, yeah. Two commentators. He also plays one of the, one of the Le Bronzio... Right. Football t- football team members. I don't know who, but one of them. And I like Rob Brydon. I'm a big fan of Rob Brydon. Yeah. Mostly of, you know, Would I Lie to You yep. fame. That's what I love. I love that show. One of the best panel shows out there, I think. It is very good. Would I Lie to You, you know. Lee Mack. David Mitchell. Yep. Bob Mortimer. I'm good name of comedians. Well, I want to roll. Greg Davis as well, you know. Yeah. Richard Iwadi, another comedian. There was a comedian that used to be a footballer. What was there? Who's that? Um, I can't remember his, can't remember his name. Keep, keep going through the cast of the IT crowd. We'll get to Oh, him. right. Okay, okay, sure. What? The IT crowd? Matt Berry? No. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, are you sure? Yeah. I bet he could be a footballer if he wanted to be. What position would Matt Berry play in? Ooh. Be defence. It I would think. be defence, yeah. He would be defence. <laughs> Is that where you used to stick people who aren't good? Well, it, it depends. If That's it, where I went when I was a kid. I, I was in defence, but I'm lanky. I've got long legs. Oh, right. I was defence because I was crap. Right. And they were like, oh, they, if I got good people on my team, they just attack, and I yeah. just be at the back, you know. No fielding, by the way, so I was thinking of. Oh, right, okay, no fielding. He's yeah, sure. footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi, semi-professionally, mm. I believe. He's in something I'm watching at the minute. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm watching Disenchanted. Oh, I don't know. And he's in it. He's in something I'm watching as well. Oh, is he? It? What's that? Bake Off. Oh, no. <laughs> celebrity <laughs> Bake Off. Uh, that's coming up, I think. Oh, is it for stand up to cancer? Yeah, I think North Fielding would be in Celebrity Bake Off. It is in, is in both. Oh he wait, also, oh he presents. He Bake presents Off. Bake Off. Ah, I see. Sorry. Yes, he presents Bake Off. And then they've right, got yeah. the celebrity one for stand up to cancer, presumably coming out soon. Okay, sure. Because sure. they just started that campaign. Who did you present Bake Off with? Uh, well, it used to be uh, Matt Lucas. Right. Isn't anymore. It's uh, what's her name? Is it Ashleen something? I can't remember her name. Okay. Who are the judges on Bake Off? Still okay. Paul Hollywood. Okay, yeah, of course, because he's like contractually, he's like sold his soul to the devil or something. Alison to, Hammond. To, pre- to present uh, Bake Off. Yeah, it's uh, and Paul Hollywood and Prue Leaf. Right. Pardon? Yeah. Is that Prue Leaf? Well, is, she a, is she a judge? Okay, do, yeah, but what, is she like a chef? Is she a, a cook? Is this like a Greg. Um, is this like a, that guy from MasterChef situation where we realise that he doesn't actually do anything? South African. Re, re, oh, God. Restaurant. Restaurant. Restaurateur. Yeah, but it's not got an N in it. <laughs> restaurant. No, it is re, the word restaurateur, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not got an N in it. Restauranteur. You can be a restauranteur. Restauranteur. Television presenter and broadcaster. Right, Cookery okay. writer and novelist. Of course, yes. There we go. There we are. Shout out to you, Prue Leaf. Yeah. 
Shout out to you. In early man, yeah. they're, they're trying to teach the cavemen how to play football. Exactly. To get their land back uh-huh. against, the, uh, against the bronze city and the bronze team who always win. So they have to learn football. They go through a nice training montage to teach them football. And they use Guna's skills in football. Yep. She likes to play football. But she wants to play, but she can't. She can't because she's a girl. Yes. So she's got to break them gender barriers down, sister. Even though this film at some point ends up contradicting itself. But there you go. How does that do that? Uh, because uh, it's going ahead, obviously, she ends up playing football mm. with the, um, whatever they're called. The cavemen, the Stone Age team. Yeah, uh, primitives. Yeah, primitives. And there's at one point where, where Lord Noof is like, she she can't be on the pitch because she's a girl, and then she stops. Yeah. Even though other members of the Stone Age people are also women. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because uh, it mentions it in the goofs section. Right, okay. Saying that he should have said that she's not a primitive, and that's why right. she can't play. Well, speaking of goofs, yeah. we have goofs section, and we have... I was trying to combine, I was trying to portmanteau goof and trivia there, but it was a bit harder to do than I really imagined. So I guess we're going to have some Stone Age trivia. Why well, did not play it? Go on, Corey. Got one job. It was there, and it went. Bleh. There we go. Thank you. Welcome to trivia, Corey. Thanks. Light us up. Okay. <clears throat> Wallace and Gromit are in at least one of the crowd shots. Oh, nice. Nick Park hadn't been aware of the animators had done this until post-production. Oh. Uh, this is the one that all of us British people would know, but if you're watching this in America, you may, you may or anywhere else, you might not. After the duck grabs Noof, one of the commentators marks that he's been caught by the old Bill. Hmm. Obviously being a joke that that's what we call policemen sometimes. They're the old Bill. Don't know why, but it is. Britishism. Yeah. Continue. Uh, in the scene where Doug enters the Bronze Age village, a zebra pelt can be seen lying on the road. Reference, a zebra crossing. Reference a zebra crossing. Uh, again, even mentions in a thing. Reference may go over the heads of American audience. Yeah. Um, Nick Park was inspired to cast Tom Hiddleston based on his appearance in the Graham Norton show, where he did a Robert De Niro impression. Ah, yes. So I've he seen went. That. He did a scene from Heat. That's what I want. Do a French accent, Tom. Should have known his do his Robert De Niro. Yeah. Uh, the blonde football player Jürgen is a homage to German football player Jürgen Klinsmann. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, there we go. Another one for you. There's another footballer for you another as well. Another footballer for me, Jürgen, Jürgen Klinsmann. And in order to get the proper reaction of Newt Rubin Gold in his face, Nick Park actually mas- actually massaged Tom Hiddleston's shoulders when he was recording his lines. Uh, That'd be weirdly off-putting. Would it? Yeah. Well, like, if someone tried to guy behind you, guy behind you is massaging you, and you're, you're like you're trying to read your lines. Why just just act, act, dear boy? Yeah. As uh, David Niven said. Uh, any more? Uh, what, have we got anything else? First Ardman film to be rated PG. Oh, parental guidance. What's PG about this film? I, I don't know. We just did right. Look, right, right. Listen, <laughs> behind the curtain a little bit. We just did Labyrinth. Yeah. And in Labyrinth, it's, it, is, it says PG, yeah. but it is not really PG. No. Because there's a lot of imagery in there. There's like 
things pop out of things. Things are stiff. Things are things are jumping out at you. Yeah. It's a bit scary. It's a bit weird. It deserves the PG moniker because it is parental guidance. Yes. Like, if I had a kid, maybe don't show them Labyrinth till they're a bit older. Yeah. Till like, what? Six, seven, eight. Yeah. They can handle it. Right? This is not... What's scary about this? Yep. Apart yep. from that dock. Yeah. Also, last bit of trivia. Uh, just because people might not be able to figure it out themselves, in the trivia section right at the bottom, Lord New Saxon is French. Right, okay. It's so good, it's but in the it's trivia so section. It's so good, it has to be explained to you. Yeah. It's not German or, or Hispanic or anything. It's French, French, apparently. Yep. But let's go on to the duck. Ah. Book, yes, that's gone to the duck. The big mallard. They call it the man-eating mallard. Yep. And it is a giant mallard, a giant duck, <laughs> with razor-sharp teeth in a big bill. Yes. And it honks, and it can fly. Yeah, it can right? fly. Now, obviously, the evolutionary uh, uh, question of this has to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, has to be asked. Why would How would a large duck grow in such a post... You know, what does it eat? Yeah. Man-eating, it only eats men. Yep, in so the Badlands, presumably. In the Badlands. Is there any men in the Badlands? I've not... I guess anyone they've captured would go in captured, there. Captured, yeah, guess, would yeah. go in the Badlands, I guess. Do you think it like sort of picks people out of the... Bro- it can fly. can fly, yeah. Does, do the, does the Bronze City have any defences against the man-eating mallard? Is there only one? Is I don't know. Is there a species? Is there more than one? I mean, a lot, a lot of the Bronze Age stuff seems like... Weapon, yeah, they have spears and, and cannons and stuff. Yeah. They have those, fire, they have those like spear guns. I guess yeah. they could defend themselves against the man-eating mallard. What would you win? Who, what do you think would win in a fight? A man-eating mallard or a mammoth? Uh, how tall is the man-eating mallard? Oh, what a question that is. Will I be able to find it out? Probably, Probably not. not. Well, how tall is a mammoth? We should ask that question first. How tall is a mammoth? Uh, ah, no, that, that's an actual mammoth. Oh. An actual mammoth? That's, that's a good frame of reference. No, that's an actual mallard. Oh, actual <laughs> mallard. We know an actual mallard versus an actual mammoth. Is an average I think we all know who'd win that fight. Mammoth. Woolly mammoth we're looking for. The woolly mammoth. 3.4 metres. Right, okay. I'm just under two. Okay. So like two of me-ish. Okay, yeah, I can see that. We've done this before when we did dinosaurs. Yeah. I can kind of, I can see how tall that is. It's a very, very big mammoth. Yeah. Do we think the mallard is mallard is that tall or the mallard is bigger than that? Hmm. Well, what's the size of a regular mallard? More like not very like big. that. Yeah, not very not, big. Not at very all. big. Man-eating so if mallard. we so if we made that a bit larger, mm-hmm. you know what, Corey? Google is an amazing search engine. Why don't you just type in how big is the man-eating mallard from from early man? I did. <laughs> and do you know what I get when I search what? for that? What did you get? I get about 28 inches tall. Long Boy's Instagram page says he is 28 inches tall. 28 inches tall? Meet Long Boy, the University of York's big, but not the biggest, duck. Right. <laughs> and that's a man-eating mallard, apparently. apparently. Watch out for Long Boy at uh, the University of what? York. York. If you're going down to York, dear listener, I would say this, watch out for this, Long Boy. This picture in front of me of the mallard looks like it's Depending on how big the early men are. Right, 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 what, right, okay. So we're effectively doing the biggest mammoth versus the biggest mallard. Yeah. But I have a picture from the film 
And if if the early man in particular is like average human size, then I would say the matlard is about as big as a mammoth. Right, okay, okay, sure. Historically, probably not the case because people were shorter. Right. Further back in time. How, what? Average height is going up over the years. That's why Napoleon is always called short now, but when Napoleon was around, he wasn't short. It was average height. Okay. So average height is just going up and up and up. Right. Years gone. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, I, 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 Mallard. Would you say the, ma- the man-eating Mallard would win? Yep. Why? Because of the wings? Yeah. It, it has flight advantage. It like keeps flying around it. <laughs> it would fly around the mammoth and the mammoth wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. The mammoth is slow. Yeah, it's slow. But it does have... Powerful tusks. That mallard seems quick. If it could land the tusk blow, it could defeat the mallard, I think. But the mallard has flight. Yes. It has the, t- the teeth in the bill. Mm-hmm. I think the mammoth has the strength option. Yep. It could push the, the mallard. It could push the mallard, yeah. It could use the trunk. Do we have evidence that? Do we have evidence that the mammoth could also like shoot water from its trunk? With with mm. the, like an elephant would, because that might yeah. be a weapon against the mallard. Get the mallard wet. Yeah, that that is true. It could could do, but it, would would that really affect the mallard? Will it affect the mallard? Possibly. If what if if the mallard goes, they've never been in water before. Mm. If the mallard is, if we know the man-eating mallard is a water-faring animal, maybe it wouldn't affect the mallard that much. But in the badlands, there's not too much water, is there? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, maybe it's not used to it. They end up winning the football match Fitting. thanks to the efforts of Hognob in a in a goalie costume. Yep. And the Queen, played by Mary Margulies, Mary Margulies, who's just fantastic as always, yep. grants them their valley back, gives them their land, and reinstates the football team of the Stone Age men. Yep. Stone Age primitives, and then all's happy glory days. Correct. And then Lord Nuth is taken away to be shot or something. Yeah. He, boy, he nicks a mascot costume. He nicks the mascot costume. Gets like a couple couple footballs kicked in his face. Footballs kicked in his face. Uh, d- yep. Exactly. He's taken out the back and put down like a horse. It's a right. film. It, it definitely is a film. And it's not one of Ardman's best, I don't think. No, do you know, um, do you know, do you know what was best? What? George Best. Carry on. Okay. George Best, the footballer? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Let's talk a bit about um, early man's budget here. Now, because it obviously didn't it didn't make it back because it only had, it had a short run in the in the UK cinemas. Yes. Um, it grossed about fifty four million against a budget of fifty million, okay. making it the lowest grossing album film since Flushed Away. Mm-hmm. It's also the final album film to be released theatrically in the United States as wow. Netflix acquired streaming rights to further album films in twenty nineteen. Yeah. And uh, this film premiered on the 20th of January 2018 at the BFI South Bank Cinema. Oh, yeah. We love the BFI South Bank Cinema. Oh, yeah. And uh, box office reception, mediocre to bad, I'm yeah, going to say here. Probably. With critical responses saying, um, as you can see, the IMDb rating isn't great. Yep. And on Metacritic, the film has an average 68 out of 100. With generally favourable reviews, but gave it a B on an A plus to F scale. Uh, so that's Some like... critics claim this film is an allegory for Brexit. How so? I've got no idea. No, no, do I. Uh, 
I know we don't like to get political on this show, not very much, <laughs> but let's seriously just have a stop and think about this for one, mm-hmm. one moment. The cavemen are... Li- is the valley the EU? I the cavemen didn't know. vote to leave the to vote to leave the know. valley. I don't know. I, I, is I, yeah. Lord Newth some kind of Nigel Farage figure? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Is the early Matt? I don't. Not sure how to. I'm. I'm trying to find a way to spin this. Yeah. It's on there. It's listed. It's listed here. Is there any more goofs in the goof section? Have a look at the goof section. This film's old goof, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, no, I think I'm being—I think I'm being too harsh on it. Yeah, you've been a bit rash. I've been a bit rash. Good. Um, we'll go over it a bit before we give our rating. Yeah, well, let, let's rate first, shall we? Let's rate real rating first. Yeah. Then I'll talk a bit about Aldman, and then you can talk a bit about the wreck. Wait, no, it's my it's yours. Wreck. It's my wreck. That's quite right. That's yes. quite right. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was—it was passable. I'm going to give it in a realm of a six or six point five. I'm going to give it a five. Okay. It's I think fine. Yeah, it is fine. And that's... I don't want to say that's a negative criticism to say something's just fine. Yeah. But when you're... When you're, when you're Ardman. When you're Ardman, yeah. yeah. Ardman work out of Bristol. Ardman are very small. Right? We're very small. Yep. They're going to go Hollywood with DreamWorks, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're going to go Hollywood with DreamWorks. And Katzenberg comes over... <laughs> And you think he underestimated how much it would take to make an album production. Yeah. Right? Their style of stop motion, okay? So he comes over after a week of their new film and he says, Right, how much have you made of this new film? It's been a week. And they go, we've made six seconds. Great. I'll see you two weeks later. Yeah. He comes back, two weeks. Right. How, 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 many, how many seconds have you made? Twelve seconds. Because it takes them yeah. a full day to do one second of film. Yeah. Ardman aren't perfect. Nope. But that's how we like them. Yep. We don't like them all spick and span and all, oh yeah, flushed away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's all CGI and Ian McKellen's in it. No, we like a bit of a bit of ruggedness. A bit yeah. of you can see, you know, Wallace has got a big thumbprint on the top of his head. Yeah. So yeah, they only got two films in <laughs> to their five film deal before things fell apart. Yeah. However, they had a caveman film idea ready for their third film. Do you want to know what that film became? Uh, the Croobs. That's another caveman film. Is it The Croobs? <laughs> cool, you really derailed my joke there. I thought you were going to say Early Man. No. It became The Croods. <laughs> Great. I have not got pockets there anymore. <laughs> so I can't put my hands in my hoodie pocket. Okay. Okay, Corey. Just, I had a whole thing lined up. I had a whole thing lined up. I thought, oh, I've, I've, I did loads of research on this. I thought, I've got, oh, interesting. They had, a, they had a third concept film for this caveman film. DreamWorks kept the rights. Okay, okay. Sure. Well, well, I'll say this to Corey and he'll say Early Man. Because Early Man is, would you say, a caveman film. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 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 So I'll say to Corey, man, I'll say 
Corey man, I'm telling you, <laughs> Corey man, Corey man, listen, <laughs> Corey man, listen, caveman film. Ardman's yeah. Ardman had the rights to one. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to know what that film became? This caveman idea from Ardman, uh-huh. and you would say the crew. <laughs> No, you wouldn't say that, Corey. You'd say <laughs> early, early man. man, and I'd go. Well, you know, actually, it's not early man. It's the 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 caveman film, The Crude, and you'd go. Ha ha ha! Wow. Oh, okay. And then you'd name a footballer. Uh, Rio Ferdinand. Great. Have I watched it recently? I did in 2012. Another five. Wow, you really were keen on that one. Yeah, um, I'm, working, I'm keen on it. I didn't just pluck it out of thin air. No. Uh, I'm going to give it another 5 out of 10 <laughs> for the closing ceremony of London 2012 Olympics. Great. Did I actually watch the Olympics? Yeah, I did at the time. I did, yeah. 2012. Yeah. Who was big then? Mo Farah. Mo Farah was. Thank yeah. yeah, exactly. Not to be confused with Mo Salah, <laughs> the play who plays for Liverpool. Yeah. Who plays for Liverpool. does, yeah. Yeah, it does. Managed, well, uh, managed by... Managed by Jürgen Klopp. Yes. There you go. Not to be confused with Jürgen Sliffle, Sliffle whatever his name, last name is. Sure. Who? The guy who the early man character is based on. Oh. The German football player, Jürgen something. Yeah. Uh, where's trivia gone? I say not to be confused with Jürgen Klopp, not to be confused with the other guy called Jürgen who was in the football business. Yeah, that one. Not to be confused with him. Great. Great, just great. I'm trying to think of more football, isn't it? Okay. Well, no need, because we're at the end of this episode, Corey. We are indeed. And we're going to thank you very much. Uh, we're, we're coming at you with Early Man, we're coming at you with Chicken Run. Let's hope that's better. Uh, it is a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a caveman-themed goodbye from Corey. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>